Welcome to Cast of Creators. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Thal. And I'm Casey Stewart. We've spent our careers in media and publishing, and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories. Our guest this episode is Lauren O'Neill. Lauren is a news personality, internet OG, and editor of BlogTO. Lauren and I met on the internet over a decade ago through our blogs. And in this episode, we talk about her work, her wedding, and of course, Drake. Also, Nelson is meeting her for the first time. Let's get into it. Lauren, <laughs> welcome. Thank you. We're glad to have you here. Are you recording now? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Recording. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. I just had to finish that little topic. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's uh, exciting because Casey's been talking a lot about your wedding. It's coming up. Yeah, It's only like, what, four or five months away. I'm getting married on September the 10th. And today is June, June 2nd. Some, so yeah. I don't know. Whatever the math on that is, that's how far away it is. Yeah. yeah. And Casey's my maid of honor. I am. I've never been a maid of honor before. I was going to ask. Yeah, it's your first? Yeah, first time. I've never even been in a wedding. And this is my first time being a bride, too. Yeah. I've never been in a wedding either, ever. I think people don't ask people like me and Casey because we're too pretty. And it'll take focus on them. But I'm confident enough that I'm okay with my pretty best friend being my maid of honor. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> now, now that everyone hates me, <laughs> I'm just joking. How long have you known your husband to be? Um, Brock, I have known for like 12 years almost. Yeah, we met at a TIFF party all the way back in 2010. And actually, Casey introduced us. I did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were friends from that point on. I had a partner at the time, a boyfriend, and he's had many various floozies (laughs) on and off over the years. And I've always had long-term boyfriends. And uh, eventually, it just kind of worked out the time. Well, the timing didn't work out great. (laughs) He kind of stole me away from my last boyfriend. And um, just in case you don't already hate me. Uh, And yeah, so we've been together now for about like three and a half years. And we got engaged last September on the very date that we met. So September 10th is when we met. Yeah. Yeah. And then he engaged. I would say engaged me. He proposed to me on (laughs) September 10th. And we're getting married on September 10th. So yeah, that's exciting. So it was basically a year later proposal. Mm -hmm. And then you went through COVID together. So you made it through that. Yeah. Which if you can make it through that, it's a big check. Oh, yeah. If anything, COVID brought us closer together. Like it it was kind of nice to have an excuse not to go anywhere and just be like, I'm just going to stay home and watch TV with my boyfriend all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that too. I feel like I stay home so much. I really enjoy staying home now. It's oh, just like. It was so nice not to have like the pressure of, of feeling like you have to go out all the time. Especially because we used to go out all the time. Like we would be. You'd never be in. No. And we had like, I mean, not the last couple of years before COVID, but throw it back a few, like, five years, we would be out at events, like, three or four nights a week. Sometimes, like, go to, like, one event, you know, have some snacks, have some drinks, go to the next event, go to the next event, go to the next yeah. event. You know that, like, um, club, party, next club, next club, yeah. that audio of um, Kourtney Kardashian, that was us. It was really, <laughs> like, there were times during, yeah. like, busy festivals and stuff, too, like, um, like TIFF or whatever, where we'd be like every single day. But like even before the pandy, like yeah. the pandy, I mean, there were times where you'd be like, I've been going five days straight. I need to stop. I need to sleep, but I can't. Like sometimes just the nature of our work. But 
Um, I'm really happy to have a chance to like slow down, and I spend a lot of time at the park now, just yeah. chilling. Oh yeah, that's great. Because yes. you have a dog I now. Do. I do. His name is Cowboy. Oh, you do. Yeah, we adopted a rescue dog from Texas um, named Cowboy, and we <laughs> called him Cowboy because he's from Texas, and also he is like cow printed. He's black and white with little cow spots. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. he's really cute. Yeah, he's funny. He loves Casey. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a good boy. He's um he's like about two years old, he's really excited and hyper, but he only has two modes, like zero or a hundred, you know? So like, he'll be like dead sleeping on the couch, which is adorable, or he'll be like, wow, oh, I yeah. eat all the things, I want to touch all the people. How, how big a dog? Uh, he's mid-sized, he's... We oh, really, he's got a lot of energy then. He does. We don't know exactly what his breed is, but he's definitely part like Staffordshire or Pitbull Terrier, one of the bully breeds. And then we think he's <laughs> Boston Terrier. So yeah. he's like a tiny compact Pitbull that jumps all the time. So yeah. he's, he's like, mm. he's he's girthy. He's a thick boy. A little buff boy, <laughs> we call him. He, he, he can really, yeah, he's got some muscle. Yeah, he's cute he's though. I love oh him. Yeah. Are you a dog person? No, no I'm not an animal. We have talked about this. I don't really generally like when— I, It's not that I don't like animals, everyone. I just don't particularly like when they touch me and get, like, scared and, and like, nervous. Especially mm-hmm. horses. Casey's afraid of horses. <laughs> Sorry to out you uh, on the podcast, but um, never been— I am so afraid of horses. I've never ridden a horse. I've never gone horseback riding. I don't want to. So- oh, you're not even afraid from a bad experience. Experience. I just don't like them. Yeah, their mouths are so big. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like being near their mouths. One time a horse sneezed on me. And it was really Ew. Mouth, so, yeah. That'll turn you off. Yeah, but their mouths are really soft on the sides. Yes. I've never touched one and I don't want to. <laughs> well, there's, pon- there's ponies near my cottage that Aww. Talia loves to feed. Yeah. And, um, and they actually, we used to be able to feed them carrots. But then one day they put up a sign that the, the ponies were put on a diet. <laughs> And um, they had diabetes, the ponies, because I guess everybody was, you know, carrots have a lot of sugar. They do, yeah. So we can't feed them carrots. We go with celery now. Oh, yeah. That's way more low-cal and better for diabetes. They can still eat that, right? Yes. And the funny thing was over the course of a year, these ponies really trimmed down. Oh. Yeah. And before you were dealing with this barrel walking towards you, okay? That's every pony I've known. It's been around. Yeah. And they're not anymore. They're very trim, and they're, they're, they're in the best shape I've ever seen them in. So it's to show. Yeah, the slim pony diet. Celery, celery, celery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slim pony. Who knew that would work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm not walking up to them with grilled cheeses and craft <laughs> <laughs> dinner. I'm sure they'd eat it, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. My, my dog would eat literally anything. He's eaten, like, nuggets out of the cat's litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's gross. You can censor that. But you have a cat too? <laughs> I do. I have a cat. Greta. Yes. She's How did the nuggets get in there? Life. Oh, at, no. Oh, oh. Like she made Not them. Not chicken nuggets. <laughs> no, she oh, made okay. them with her body. Little oh. brown nuggets. They're oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ate them one time. We were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But. yeah, it's nice that the cats have their litter box though. Mm. I wonder why, you know, it'd be nice to get a dog doing that. But. Yeah, some people have like uh, pee pads or like grass I've pads I've seen the pee house, pads. But yeah, we didn't want to mess with that. He just goes outside. We just put him in the backyard and he pees and comes back. So we talked about this on a prior episode, but I've noticed that society has been fairly lax about allowing people's animals to go to the bathroom anywhere these days. Like I've been walking beside behind somebody on the sidewalk and 
it just goes right to the bathroom right in front of me. You know, no, no attempt to move off the side. What do you make of this? I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Oh. But I think it is on the owners. You know, it's it's there are some cardinal rules, and I'm learning. I'm a new dog owner. Mm-hmm. We got cowboy in like February, and I've never had a dog before that. But like, there are things you don't do. One is you never leave dog poop like anywhere. Oh so, yeah. I mean, I'm glad to hear that you feel this way. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, everyone should feel this way. And there are so many people who don't, and they leave dog poop around. Like it's disgusting, and it gives all dogs a bad name. Or dog owners. Yeah. Um, the sidewalk pooping thing, like, I get sometimes if your dog just stops and starts to poop, like, how are you going to, like, you don't want to pick him up mid-stool <laughs> and, like, get messy. But as long as you, like, clean it up right away. And the other thing that I think a lot of people do that's not cool is, like, letting dogs go to the bathroom on people's lawns. So people put yeah. up signs a lot because, like, my dad is really precious about his lawn. He always has been. And yeah. When our neighbor's dog would come and pee on it, it would make yellow spots right, on the grass. Right. So, like, you're not just, like, being rude. You're, like, hurting the grass. Right. We end up Yeah, and your dad's patches. hard work. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I, I do think that people are a little too liberal and where they let their dogs go to the bathroom. But especially liberal in not picking up after themselves because that's gross. We don't oh, want yeah. pooling around. And sometimes, I don't know, like, often walking around the city, especially downtown, like, is that dog? <laughs> Oh, sometimes, it's like, honestly, though. Sad like, but true. You're right. Oh, that's really big. <laughs> <laughs> that was either a big dog or a large man. It's like a Burmese mountain dog. Yeah. Like a guy after going to Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> did you grow up in Toronto? Mm. No, I did not. I um, was born in Chatham, Ontario. Oh, I know Chatham. You do? What mm-hmm. do you know about Chatham? Well, um, my mother's from Welland. Oh, cool. And, um... One of my cousins lives in Chatham. Oh. I've never been, it, but yeah. I know it from, you know, family. It, yeah, you're not missing much. A lot of corn. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cornfields. Um, yeah, no, it was. it's kind of a, I think it's like 35,000 people or something. And um, you went all through high school there? Yeah, all through high school. So, I mean, I left right after high school and uh, went to university. I went to Windsor, not very far at all from Chatham. So I could still drive home on weekends for my mom to do my laundry and give me food and stuff. And then um, I went to Sweden for a year. And that was like on exchange. And then when I came back, I finished at Windsor and then went to London. And every time I say that, I'm like, Sweden, then London. People are like, oh, really? I'm like, no, not that London. Yeah, like London, (laughs) Ontario. I went to London, Ontario. I went to Western. Okay, Um, And then I came here. So, yeah, right after uh, I graduated in, like, 2010 and then moved here. Were you interested in writing and journalism in high school? No. I I mean, yeah, I guess. Those were my best marks. Um, I never really thought about, like, kind of what I wanted to be. I just wanted to, like, make stuff, I guess. Like, I love creating stuff and and, uh, drawings. Like, like I made lots of videos with my friends, and I wrote a lot. Um, One of my high school teachers at one point said that, I should consider a career as a journalist um, because I have a very journalistic voice. And then another one, too, um, in a different year said something similar. So when it came time to, like, pick what I was going to go to school for, I was like, communications. So I, like, my undergrad is communications with a minor in computer science. And then after that, I'm like, what the frick am I going to do with this? So (laughs) I'm talking to my parents, and I'm like, what if I go get a master's degree? And they're like, oh, yeah, we can brag to our friends about that. (laughs) I am a master. So then I just got a master's in journalism because literally thinking back to what these teachers said, 
Mrs. Rosetto, shout out. I don't even know if she's um, listened to podcasts. I was going to say still alive. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'm sure she is. She's not that old, I don't think. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. She won't listen. But um, shout out to her because she literally like put the seed in my brain that like journalism was a thing I could do. I wanted to be a doctor in high school. Then I just, I, I saw too much. Yeah. Like I, I, was, I did co-op at the hospital in the ER where my mom works. Oh yeah, that'll turn you off. Yeah. Like people's bones. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I could not do that. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't need a doctor now. But I I mean I still love medicine. ER is pretty gruesome. Like yeah. being like some crazy or... stuff, man. Like people came in, I think I've told Casey this story before, where these, this couple came in, they were on a motorcycle together and they both lost their legs from like the knee down. And Ooh. they had to figure out which leg to which per like of the four legs who belonged to what so they could attempt to reattach them. Like that's that's weird. That's a weird day at work. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, sorry to bring it down. <laughs> oh, no problem. Well, look, a, I, I, I would never drive a motorcycle on a highway, let alone anything personally. Ooh, yeah, but, so, uh, um, I, I think of that. Yeah, you losing know. your legs. Yeah. yeah. No, I like my legs. Yeah. <laughs> or just Lieutenant like, Dan. <laughs> you need Lieutenant <laughs> Dan. I'll be waving. You need legs. Yeah. And like seeing the it, what's inside of your legs is not cool. Like like the yellow, you know, fat's like really oh yellow. Oh my God. I didn't know we that. had a cottage accident. Someone on a boat or a piece of my friend, Mandy, she's totally fine now, but something cut her arm open right here and flesh is so disgusting. I still get it. The visions will never leave my brain. They're imprinted there. I just think of that, what it looks like, and it is not something I could see. Did you see the yellow? Yeah. And the white. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is disgusting. I'm much more comfortable with like plastic <laughs> surgery stuff than I am injured. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, I like surgery. I watch a lot of surgery videos online. Yeah. Oh. Um, sinus surgery. I watch, um, yeah, just weird like endoscopic surgeries, ear surgeries and stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> see, I don't want to see the cavity cut open or the skin cut. Like, I don't want to see the bone and the fat. That, that yeah. comes out. But yeah. Anyways, do you have any pets? <laughs> 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 the only pets I've ever had have been pets that are in aquariums or uh, containers. Oh, oh, I have like one of those too. Snakes. I've had snakes. <gasps> oh, I didn't know I've that had about had you. A chameleon. Ah. I've had turtles. Cute. I've had um, like frogs. Nuts, oh, a lot of stuff. Fish. Guy. Lots of lots of fish. More just stuff that can be contained. Yeah. So I have one. I have a gecko, a crested gecko right now mm. called Drizzy. He also lives in like a, a terrarium. But So I feel you. They're, what do you feed him? Um, I feed him a pre-blended diet called Rapashi. It's like, Oh, you don't put the crickets in? No, he's the only vegan gecko I've ever known. Like my, I've <laughs> oh. had ones before that do eat crickets and they should eat crickets. It's good for them. So I feed him like literally like bug replacement powder because he will not eat the crickets, which is great because I don't want them in my house. Yeah. I yeah you that, ever like keep Oh yeah. Them? I didn't like keeping the crickets. I didn't like defrosting the mice. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. I never had to deal with mice. That's, that's crazy. So you didn't feed them live mice and stuff? Well, the odd time I did, but the reason why you don't want to is the odd chance that the mouse scratches its eye. Ugh. It's not oh. worth feeding it live stuff. Like scratches its own eye. I guess scratches not. the snake's oh, okay, eye. Yeah, because he's oh. gonna die anyways. Oh poor baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I get it. it's yeah. a bit of a circle life thing. Yeah. And the, the the turtles though, you feed live feeder fish. 
Oh, really? Yeah, you put you just put goldfish in. You think, how are these turtles going to catch these fish? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you come back the next morning, and there's like, oh, there's five less fish. Yeah. Wow. Day, They're busy. Uh, it reminds me, when I was a kid, I didn't have, have never yeah, really exactly. had a lot of fish, but my I, we had a fish tank at one point, and I've never had fish since, but my sister's younger than me and we had the fish tank kind of in like this back part of the kitchen and my sister thought that the fish were cold because it was winter outside so she turned up the heat (laughs) and then we all went to bed and then we woke up the next morning and all the fish were floating because they died they cooked she cooked them oh my god some little filet of fish for breakfast there yeah so we never had fish again and that was the end of that oh yeah shout out to jenny (laughs) Oh man! Fish murderer. No. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh man! Yeah, we've all I, done stuff like that. I was um, telling Nelson, but I didn't actually mention to him how you've done some funny things over your career. You've had a couple viral moments in your career. Um, one that stands out to me was the um, season of Draking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering if that's you, as far as she got with this. And story, I was like, so. I'm not going to tell you what this is, but I maybe you could explain to Nelson and everyone listening in case they didn't witness it in real time while it was happening. It was a, a it was a thing. It was like a meme. It's it's a yeah. yeah. It's got a know your meme entry. I'm very proud to say. Um, yeah, that that was a time. Thank you for the question. Yeah. About that. Um, <laughs> it was back in like 2013, 14, 12. I, Back in the day, pre-pandemic, it all blends together. Um, Okay, it started because I was walking along Carlton Street, and someone had put little stickers of Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on the street signs. And I was like, that is genius. I love that. It's so funny. So I kept looking everywhere. I'm like, I need to do something like this. And then I was waiting for a subway, and then I saw the little wheelchair signs, accessibility signs on this subway, and I was like, Drake from Degrassi. Yeah. You know, on Degrassi, oh, yeah. Wheelchair Jimmy. Or, I'm sorry, Jimmy Brooks. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, and Wheelchair Jimmy is a popular meme. And so it was, like, done. So my uh, boyfriend and I, at the time, um, printed out a bunch of stickers, and we just kind of went around and put Drake's face on top of all of these accessible accessibility stickers, which, in retrospect, was not— <laughs> Oh, that yeah. would be—that po- would go well, it, it, though, yeah, in it terms went, of popularity. Oh, yeah, yeah virality did great. Uh, didn't age so well. I mean, there are times well, where people— for some people. <laughs> yeah, but you know what really saved, like— my butt, in a sense, is like the Toronto Star did a story and they talked to um, the leader of a, a disability rights organization locally. And she was like, you know what? I love it. I think it's great. It's bringing awareness to the fact that there are not enough accessible spaces in Toronto. And yeah. like, and that's true. The TPC does have a lot of accessibility issues. They're working on it. Oh my God, now I feel like I'm going to work podcast. Like, yeah. yeah so, so by 2025, they can have all of the stations that's wheelchair accessible. Oh, well, that that's be, good yeah. to know. Well, yeah. they should be. They should be, of course. Um, so yeah, basically it went, it went kind of, it, I think it first went on Reddit and then someone from BuzzFeed reached out and I was talking to her because I had known her just like previously and I didn't really know it was like for a story or whatever. And then this story goes on BuzzFeed, like Toronto journalists putting Drake faces on wheelchair <laughs> stickers. I'm like, oh. And then from BuzzFeed, um, you know, it got picked up by like everyone, like Entertainment Weekly, Time Magazine, Mashable, <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. And then um, the, the greatest part was when um, TMZ asked Drake about it. So like on camera, they're like, Drake, Drake. Have you he seen must it? have known about it. Yeah. He, he just, he didn't even say anything really. They're like, Drake, what do you think of the wheelchair stickers in Toronto? And he was like, yeah, they're great. Ha ha. And got into his car. And I was like, ah, so I noticed me. But, uh, 
that's cool. But yeah, I mean, it kind of it got me into a little bit of trouble at my work at the time. Um, I was at CBC, and I actually— Oh, yeah, that probably Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it was starting to go everywhere. They were like, some people were like, CBC News journalist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like 27 years old, like— yeah. I'm, You're just living, I'm just living life. Living life. It was an art project. It wasn't like, oh, and the worst part was, so I had actually had to sign a contract. I think I could say now, this is many years ago, um, at work saying that I would not write about Drake at all because I was publicly a fan of Drake's and I could not be impartial. Mm-hmm. Which is the most ridiculous contract I've ever signed. Laura <laughs> O'Neill will not write about Drake. Um, and then like two days Bias. after that, yeah, I'm walking down like on my way to work on uh, John Street. And freaking Joe Jonas is there with some people from Much Music. And there's a picture of a Drake face that we had put outside the Tim Hortons on the corner of, like, King and John. Yep. And he's going like this and posing with it. I have Drake stickers in my bag. <laughs> and I still want to be like, Joe Jonas. I did that. Yeah. That's me. I did that. But I, I didn't. You, I couldn't say anything. You couldn't. I mean, I like, I probably could have just, like, ran up and be like, here's a sticker. But, like, why would I do that if I couldn't even take a selfie with him? Yeah, what's the point what's if the you point? can't get photo yeah, evidence? But I was also just really nervous because he's really he's really cute. <laughs> but I love my boyfriend more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so that's that was one of the, the one of the little weird internet things. It's it's crazy. Like like Andy Warhol said, everyone's gonna have their fifteen minutes, but now it's more like fifteen seconds. You always say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets their fifteen seconds uh, now. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. So. You know, they picked an interesting thing to start to try and weed out bias on that Drake thing. <laughs> it's like, just because it was um, because it was so public, I think, and yeah. uh, because they were getting inquiries from other media outlets, like, "Oh, do you support this action that your your employee is doing?" And it's like, so I just just to put it on paper that um, I had to not, not talk cover about Drake. Drake news, which is ironic because now at Blog Blog Geo, Geo, like, I am like the resident Drake, yeah, I'm like person. A Drake correspondent, so I write about him like. Every single week, sometimes multiple times a day. So yeah. he also, I was at your house and he, you got his new Drake expensive candles that are at Chubber's Drug Mart. Yeah, got a Drake candle. Yeah, he sent it to me. Yeah, um, they're really good, actually. I bet. Yeah, yeah. So I would, like honestly, it's like a bougie candle. It's so bougie. It was Better World fragrance. I would never in my life spend like seventy eight dollars on a candle. I'll just say that. But but if I were to, these candles are really good. Like this, the one sweeter tings is the name of the flavor that I got sent. And they wrote on my name like to Lauren. Um sweeter tings. <laughs> and can I say that? I, yeah, yeah it, it smelled so good and it lasted so long. Like we still got it and it fills up the whole house with a good scent. Then we we had another one that I was sent like before when the line first launched. It was like Williamsburg sleepover. That oh. one wasn't as good, but it's cheaper than Sweeter Tings. Sweeter Tings is the most expensive. Oh, they all have different price yeah, points? Yeah, Carby Musk is the one that is said to smell like Drake himself. That's oh. That's expensive. I bet Drake smells good. <laughs> yeah, probably. I bet he yeah, smells probably. good. He probably oh, smells yeah. good. He's like so rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what he smells like. <laughs> JK. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. So... You first got into writing and journalism and then became an editor? Like, walk me through the— Yeah, yeah, that's typically how it goes. Um, I really never wanted to be an editor. I don't like management. I don't like managing people. I just want to do my own thing, um, which is kind of what I still do. I'm I'm not really, like, a hands-on, like, micromanager. Um, so, yeah, I started writing— Writing predominantly, um, doing some television, some radio, um, writing about internet culture a lot, uh, start covering tech a lot, um, some entertainment stuff, 
fashion. And then, um, yeah, over the years when I went to BlogTO, I was, I was a writer there. And then it just kind of got to a point where like new writers were coming on and I had to teach them how to be like me. But, <laughs> and so I like to think of myself more as like a a leader than a manager. I'm like, I like where like, like I like to think of myself as like a director. Maybe I should ask my boss to change my title. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm an editor, but I'm not really like editing. Like I do some copy editing, but mostly it's just like, write this, do it in the way that I would do it. And they do it. And they're yeah. great. My yeah. writers are great. I don't think like writers need to be overmanaged either. Like I hate, yeah. I've had edit, a lot of editors in the past. They've been like, it's like, okay, well, why don't you just write it then? Oh, no, you can't. Okay, bye. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm a writer first. I'm not, and I'm not, yeah, one of those. But it's also, like, you know, it's cool to be um, in more of a, like, a leadership position as well. And do they type up these stories in, like, a Google Doc? I mean, what are, what um, are it depends on their own. Up? It depends on their own process. Uh, I type them up in our CMS, which is okay. a dangerous game to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're living on the edge, I girl. Oh, I, yeah. There have been times still, like, even a couple weeks ago, the internet went out at our office um, briefly and I lost like two hours of work and I was like, why? Every single time I tell myself oh I'm not going to do this but it's just because I can put all the hyperlinks and embed the images as I'm writing. Yeah. Um, I know some of them work in Google Docs because it auto-saves or in like a Word document but I like to live on the edge. I write yeah. my blog like that too. Yeah. I'm like, and sometimes like you refresh and then you realize it didn't save mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck! It's the worst. <laughs> you write it right in WordPress? Yeah, I write yeah. straight in WordPress. I always no, have. I, I always. like doing that too with our I'm sites. Badass. WordPress. Yeah. Like something, I like doing, you know, write preview. And I look at the pre- write preview. Yeah, write preview. yeah. I love that. You can do that, that. In a Word document. No, like, it's tough to do that in Google this, Docs. I find also when I'm doing it that way, I'm like, I like to add the pictures and the links. Yeah. And it's like part of the process of like creating the content. And it's like, if I do it in a Google Doc, I don't feel as inspired. I'm like, right. Yeah, like embedding like, you know, like social media things and embedding photos and stuff. Like, I think it's like more the storytelling process. It's like, blah, 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 and then show the picture then and then keep going and you see it. Right. Yeah. It's how you create the post. Yeah. 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 I find that I have to see the preview and get a, that type of perspective on the content I'm creating mm-hmm. in order for me to create the right you know, page. Yeah, yeah. You I need can't to do see, it in, a, in like, some other doc. Yeah, you need to see it like in real time what you're working on to shape the work you're doing. Yeah. I feel that. That's why time. I read back sentences like every single sentence I write, every paragraph. It takes me a while to write stories sometimes because I'm like so weird about the writing and I'm like, mm, this doesn't flow exactly perfectly. I'm like on thesaurus.com looking up other words. I'm like, I need a two-syllable word for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, yeah, yes. yeah. You definitely oh, have a absolutely. good, like, um, you can, I notice sometimes I'll read, um, you know, I'll be looking at something in Hover and I'll see something from BlogTO and I'll read it. And then I will read the article and I'll be like, this has the cadence of Lauren. And then <laughs> yeah, I won't know. Sure. And then I'll go back and I'll be like, ha, obviously yeah, she wrote this. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Casey knows. Thank you. All the time. And like, we have a group chat and I was like, oh, Lauren, this is a good one, buddy. <laughs> Like, some like just the headlines and like the way that you kind of sometimes I can't think of a specific example, but when you like throw digs or like you know <laughs> like a sneaky jab yeah. at someone in like a disc, but it doesn't seem like it, but like you know, and but you it's, guys know it's funny. <laughs> it's just yeah, you're you're good. I enjoy your content. I mean, I always have since we first met. Yeah, and likewise, we, yeah, we became friends on the internet first with yeah. our blogs. 
Yeah. Oh, we wow. were blog friends sort of like before. Pen pals. Yeah. Well, well yeah, we were blog friends. <laughs> yeah, blog we friends. were like yeah. contemporaries in the bloggerverse, and we both admired and appreciated each other's stuff. And yeah. Like, and she was blonde and like cool and had good style, and like we, I thought, oh my god, she's so cool, and like we liked each other, and we were like internet friends. And then she finished school and was moving to Toronto and was doing some freelance work for Much Music, and I worked there, and we first met in real life outside much music we and we hugged and we were like oh my god love you and then, <laughs> then we just became like besties and we started going to all the same events and everything and then like yeah now like 10 what 12 yeah 10 years 12 later. years later um, and I just remember the first time I met Casey I was like she is so cool I was so nervous because I'm like she's cool like she's like this like, cool older chick like, like, like <laughs> no I am you know, older than Lauren though. I was like 24 at the time yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. like like actually like like yeah. established like I was like she's so cool and yeah, then you 24, have this 24 and a half yeah yeah it's cool like um yeah Casey was like three months older than that but no. you know it was, it was like a couple years but She'd not been, a lot yeah living in Toronto for like yeah she's like well working out she works so much music she's so cool and then she had this little heart shaved in the side of her head she had a pixie cut at the time kind of like Drake a, I had a pixie like cut but I had a heart head. shaved in the back of yeah in my head because like I had always had like a little bit of hair sometimes I had a mohawk and I had like shaved head yeah. yeah, it was like the dopest thing. You started that trend. I didn't even think about that until just now. You started the hard yeah. hair. Yeah, and then Did you hear the, that, Drake? He copied me. He got that style for me. He Drake. must just scrolled my Instagram. We're calling you out. Need <laughs> story on BlogTO tomorrow morning. Drake stole haircut idea from Toronto Blogger. <laughs> I'd love to see if he would comment. He'd be like, can you? He's like, Lauren, can you stop writing about me? <laughs> I don't even know if he knows who I am. I I'm sure I he, does. he does. Oh my god! Could you? Oh, don't even. Don't it's even. Like, I'm like getting excited just thinking about. Well, it it's like he follows Morgan's <laughs> old Toronto. Yeah. So like he knows. So like he might know you. Like that that psycho girl that just writes about me all the time. Like thanks thanks for all of the clicks, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> my career is like kind of yeah. wasn't in parallel with his. <laughs> yeah. Elevated. Yeah. The Drake effect. Drake. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud of him. He's doing great. Yeah. He's doing. It's great. It's all because of me. Yeah. He's doing great. <laughs> my writings about his various no I love it yeah he's good he's good <laughs> I love him so do you have any official maid of honor duties um we have gotten Lauren got her dress and I went with her to pick up the mm-hmm. dress and we did the final try on and where did you um, end up getting it from from the bride's project and um the dresses are donated by designers and then the money goes to support cancer research oh that's so nice yeah. Like, so, and we had, we went there twice. We did a couple, tried on a bunch of dresses, tried a bunch of Vera Wang dresses, and then we found the exact one for her. And it's at home in her closet and Brock has not seen it and he will not see it till the wedding day. Yeah, I, he won't see it. He like, he, no. he refuses. I'm yeah. like, can you just, even when I was looking at dresses, you know, like, what do you think of this style? He's like, stop showing me dresses. I want to be surprised. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Even though I know exactly what his suit looks like, he's getting like some custom suits made. But um, yeah, that was really, really fun. Casey and I went for like, so the idea was like, I didn't necessarily want this one dress, the one that I ended up getting, but the lady had shown it to me after I tried on all these other dresses, these Vera Wang dresses after the first visit. And I put it on and we're all like, wow, that dress is so good. Yeah, it looks so good. And it's not my typical style, but I was like, all right, it's a lot like, it's very like over the top. Um, but I'm going to have a second dress, I've decided. So I'm going to have that one for like the main ceremony and reception. And then the dancing part after, I'm going to have something a little more sleek and chic for yeah. the dancing part. As opposed to like the, like, Baba bang! Like, the lady <laughs> at the store said, she's like, that's a showstopper. Like, yeah. It's very bridal. Um, but I love it. Right. But I mean, as for other um, duties, do do I have some? Should we have a meeting? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Because we have like the girls group chat and we all, we're all wearing um, bridesmaid dresses that are in a color palette and that we don't have to like, we don't have to be matching. It's like very cool and casual. What's the palette? Um, it's like pink and burgundy Pink, burgundy, could yeah. be uh, like champagne, champagne, goldy. Rose gold type stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm really not picky about this. Like I don't want to be a bridezilla and like, the only thing I'm picky and weird about is my own hair, makeup, and dress. And, like, everything else, I'm like, I don't care. But, no. <laughs> yeah, but Casey's been great. Like, I mean, just been there with me for all of this stuff so far. Um, we have a wedding planner. Thank Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I would not be able to do all of this on my own. Um, so, just, like, I think my bridesmaids, the biggest things I've asked them so far is just be like, Guys, what do you think of this? What do you think of this dress? What do you think yeah. of that? They're just like, oh, yeah, you like Yeah, it? we kind of like just vote on things via chat. Because yeah. like, you know, we hadn't all been hanging out together. We, um, But I mean, it's going to be really great to actually have a whole get together with everyone that we haven't seen in so long. And Your timing's um, good. Yeah. yeah. A year ago. Yeah, seriously. We would have had to delay. Um, I want to do like a bachelorette party on a boat I've decided oh my god I know someone with a yacht Perfect. I already talked to yacht girl summer oh my god you know? is it Leo no but <laughs> it's someone I already asked him and he said sure and he will not charge us if we do it on a weeknight <laughs> I'm down I'm down yeah. I, was, I was just joking I met Leonardo DiCaprio bridesmaid yeah bridesmaid duty yes, coming in hot with a yacht <laughs> and yeah. like we've we planned out a bunch of other like just like <laughs> at one point, we we'd had a few drinks, and Casey's like, we're going to do a song and dance. We're going to do a dance together, <laughs> a choreographed dance. And I'm all like, yeah, let's do it. All hyped up. And then the next the day, next Rob's day like, like, no, you're yeah. not. He's like, no, you're not no. doing that. Like, you're 100% yeah. not like, doing that. Picturing, like us as the Spice Girls at my wedding, like doing like, stop right now. Like, I'm no. Like, Casey tries to push that plan on more than just you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love like theater and performing, okay? I love a great performance. I mean, I love karaoke I'm not even good that that good at singing but I love I'm a great performer you're a karaoke star if you move that mic farther away from you yeah Yeah. perfect okay but I mean I love (laughs) doing karaoke but I mean I'm not that great at singing but I'm a great performer exactly you're a star stage presence you got I got it the last time we did karaoke (laughs) what was it the new Gladstone Hotel opening yes you brought the house down You I brought really the house did. down. So did I. Yeah. I mean, only us. Came down Nobody twice. Else. Yeah. yeah. No, well, Devo, who was on stage with us, was a guest on the podcast. And we oh. mentioned that there. He, Lauren was also <laughs> yeah. on stage. It was it a was hoot. Fun. And Andrea Boley. Yeah. It was really yeah. a fun true night. story. Yeah. yeah it, what it, song it, did you sing? Uh, Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues. You know that song? Well, yeah. Yeah. That's like she what, brought it down. People were like, Because I can also do a really deep voice. You wouldn't expect that from me, but hey. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm are just you, full of surprises. Are you that guy who calls my phone late at night? <laughs> hey, Lauren. <laughs> it's me. Don't tell me, husband. Dalliances. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? One, one question. Do you need your air ducts clean? <laughs> <laughs> I got three calls for that yesterday. Those ducks, are they dirty? I mean, if they <laughs> talked dirty, like that. Yeah. <laughs> How dirty are those ducks? <laughs> if they talked like that, they, maybe I might listen to the conversation <laughs> yeah. a little longer. That's not usually. Well, I, I always go, I'm in a condo. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have nothing to do with the ducks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, yo, you need a new HVAC system. I'm like, I don't even have a house. Do you right. do you do any research before you call everybody? Like, yeah. Have you ever played along with the duck people? No, I haven't. Oh, have you? 
Yes. Oh. Yes. Do tell. Oh, well, I start by going, I'm so happy you called. Okay. <laughs> some days I feel like playing along with them. Go, I'm so happy you called because I've been noticing a smell from the ducks. And they go, if you play along with them, there is no sale. Like they never do make a sale. I can't get them to make a sale. What are they selling? I don't know what they're after, what customer they're looking for, but no matter how I play them, I've come at them and I said, I've, I've, I've said to them, I live in a very big house, a lot of bedrooms, a lot of bathrooms, the ducks, they need to be cleaned. Okay, I can tell, I can smell them, I can tell they need to be cleaned. It never leads to a close. I, and then I've done it another time that I, I said, you know, I own an apartment complex, big job, it would be a very profitable job, uh, 100 units, ducks, they need to be cleaned. Never led to a sale. What? I can't figure out what they're after. Maybe like the her ne- social insurance number? I, I don't know ah. what they're after, but they're not after cleaning your ducks. You know they're going to use your voice to make an AI bot. <laughs> so they're just yeah. recording you talking, maybe. You voice never know. Mining. Voice mining. Yeah, maybe like, they're just lonely souls. Yeah. Like in um, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. When he, repl- you know, he's got that voicemail, the door. Yeah, rings, yeah, he's yeah. got the reply. That's what I need for the duct people. Yes. yes. I love that Seinfeld episode where the person calls Jerry and it's like dinner time or something about, it's like a telemarketer and he's like, oh, no, I'm kind of busy right now, but why don't I call you back at dinner time yes. when you're at home with your family? Oh, no, you don't want me to do that? Well, neither do I. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was the worst you telling of no, it. No, 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 yeah. no. That was, you yeah. don't like that? I know the episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything comes back to Seinfeld in the end for me. Yeah, have you watched You've watched every single Seinfeld episode, I'm Girl, assuming. Yeah. I watched. Yes. Every, yeah, me every, too. Yeah. I know them all too. Yes, I also what? have. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Wow. Well, we rarely do. Yeah, no, we haven't. Ta- but I've watched. I mean, I've also re rewatched on Netflix sometimes when I'm like, I can't find a damn show. I'm just gonna pick, yeah. a, pick an episode of Seinfeld. And like, Sean doesn't really watch it, so like, he won't be home. And it's like, you know, I put a show on when I'm like cleaning or yeah. doing something, and yeah. I'm like, I'll just background show. Seinfeld. Yeah. What? I- when I'm cleaning, yeah. yeah I don't background. know. I call it background shows. Like, yeah, I background, background shows. Show. Oh, yeah, I like a good so background show. I always show. do. I do Seinfeld once every, like, three years about for background show. The Office, same thing. But I, I grew up, like, watching it um, with my parents, kind of, in, like, on reruns. And watching it as an adult, like, there's so many things I didn't understand as a kid. Like, the whole, the contest. I had no idea what they were talking about when oh, I was wow. a kid. You were I, in there. You were watching that really early. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was young. Was no, I was like <laughs> just like original run, and, and my parents were like, "He he, contest," and I'm like thinking like, "Oh, what is a contest?" Yeah. Like, okay, that they can't like. I knew it had something to do with something grown up, but like, I don't know. Lots of lots of weird little things. That, and The Simpsons too. Rewatching really old episodes. Yeah. There are like a lot of references I didn't get. Then. What other shows have you watched like every episode of? Oh my god. Well, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Simpsons Seinfeld, obviously. I, I watched a lot of South Park. I can't say every episode now because the last couple of seasons, I haven't seen all of them. Um, King of the Hill. Um, oh, Friends, definitely seen all of Friends. I, I mean, <laughs> Actually. Yeah. I was going to say, at their best, they're fantastic. But Elon Musk came out with, uh, he had a comment on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And he said, um, you know, at their best, they're both fantastic. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to work that. that little little phrase at their my best. Repertoire, yeah. Right? So I was gonna say about South Park. Oh yeah, at its best, it's fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's very good. That's a yeah. very good way to put it. It's a good phrase because <laughs> even if something is like mostly crappy or silly or whatever it is, at its best, it is fantastic. Yeah. It is yeah. exemplary, exceptional work. Like it's like South Park is freaking brilliant, but not all the time. But exactly. The when, the when it is brilliant, it's brilliant. I, I mean. I, there are a lot of shows that I've watched all of, like, way back in the day. Like, 
Disney's Doug and Pepper Ran and Recess mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of modern shows. Did you go through all of Curb, Your Enthusiasm? Um, no, no, I haven't gone through all of Curb. Oh, well, that's um, actually quite nice because you've got a lot of good episodes ahead of you. If this you is haven't. what I'm told. I, yeah. keep, I keep trying and then I just get like annoyed with Larry David's wife. I don't know why. Like her, I don't, she, she like bugs me. She reminds me of someone I know in real life. And she's just like this horse face, like, <laughs> like boring, like, I don't know. But Well, they do get divorced in the show. Or they oh, okay, I'm good. Start watching from that point. Yeah, from the divorce. You're talking about Cheryl. There. Yeah, right? Cheryl. I, I don't know. Yeah. She's probably a really nice lady, but like, I don't know. And then there's like all the shows, like this dramatic episodics, like, you know, HBO's Game of Thrones, like everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't watched just, any of those. I have also not seen any Game oh of Thrones God. ever. Yeah, well, you guys are so lucky. You, you know so why though? Yes, but they're not background shows. They're not background, background show. shows. No, and that's that. That's therein lies the rub. For me now. You need to have time to watch these shows, and I think the pandemic really gave me a chance mm-hmm. to watch a lot of non-background shows, like. Mm you know, binged all of Breaking Bad and stuff like that, which I had binged in the past. Yeah, day. I watched six seasons of Gossip Girl. Oh, um, during, during, COVID. during COVID, I did all of Gossip Girl. I also watched that. all of a couple shows. Um, I can't remember. I have this um, memory. <laughs> you know, you watch a show and then you're like, what? It happens with books too. I'm like, I feel like that's all of I us right now. Watch, like, don't say anything. Yeah. It just goes <laughs> in and out. And like, there are shows that like people be like, have you watched the show? And I'm like, no, I've never seen it. And then I put it You're on. Like, and I'm like, yes, I've I definitely d- seen this. Yeah. Yeah. I also watched, I was sick. I had like, um, when I got my uh, vaccine last year, I watched this airplane show where the airplane cr- crashed and there was like four seasons of it. I binged all of them in like four that days. Or- no, it wasn't that, but the, it was like, Time shifting? Wow. I don't know. They want to report that as a side effect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Have you both seen that show, the Yellow Jackets show? No. Oh, I, I started and then I just I I didn't keep going, but maybe I should. Yeah. Oh, actually, never mind. I did watch you it. Did, yeah, I did. I, we <laughs> tweeted about this. Yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> See, this is what happened. I did watch it. That was a great show. There's just too much content these days. There's too much content going Andy, around. Andy, it's like you're home all the time, and I mean, yeah. I love watching shows. I mean. My longest running show of my life <laughs> is Young and the Restless. I have been watching it for, I won't say how many years, but the show's been, been on, on for over 50. Yeah. It's like anytime any of over our friends 50. see a YNR meme or anything, we're like, they always send it like, to me. The Young yeah. and the Restless expert. Yeah. that I, I mean, I, I sometimes, if I don't get to watch it in real time, I'll watch it the next day while I'm like working. I like that as my background show because I always know what's happening with the characters because I work family. <laughs> But background shows, it helps me focus. Yeah, no. Like, I find if I have a background show on that's like I don't have to pay much attention, I find it really helps me focus because otherwise I can get easily distracted by things. I remember seeing a tweet that's like, I'm a really, um, you know, I'm a really focused person unless there's one sound or noise around me. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though. But if I watch a show, I know I can dedicate it like, okay, this is 40 minutes. I'm going to like, work in sprints so I'm like okay I'm gonna focus on this and then I'm gonna get a snack or then I'm gonna get a coffee <laughs> but I know that that way it helps me be more productive that's why I love deadlines because I'm like I need to get this story filed in one hour I cannot F around but I love background shows for, for that kind of stuff because the silence sometimes is just deafening yeah and like having like just it's like I used to always say like when I'd come home from school or whatever and I'd have to put on after after school TV, whether that yeah. was reruns, say by the bell, yeah, say by anything, because I'm like, it's like having, it's like family to me. This is like a comforting, yeah. like comforting, soothing, like mm-hmm. background noise. Like I feel home. You can write and listen to a show, can you? 
No, I, no. I find writing and listening to speech tricky. Yes, it is. It's yeah. like, I tell people it's like doing math when someone's yelling numbers at you. So yeah, when I'm trying to exactly. do calculations, be like, 13, 4. Like, um, no, I can't actually listen to a show while I'm writing. But I can do other, like, if other I'm stuff. working on graphics, if I'm editing. Yeah, I find uh, if I'm working images, on graphics, you love can it. listen. Yeah, yeah. And, and even like when I do have it on, like, I find a lot of times I kind of tune out what is being said anyways, which yeah. is why I can't watch some shows on background because, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I've tried a couple times, but I've had it on as background, and I have no And you end up having to go it's back. It's not a good background no, show. I don't know what's going on. But with Seinfeld, I've seen so many times, so I can completely zone out and still tune out and be like, I know what's going on. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, you're right. It's difficult to write when there are words. And I think I've kind of had to get used to it over the years, being in newsrooms and stuff like that, because the people are always talking and you're trying mm-hmm. to write. Yeah. Just, just why I love. Do you put the noise canceling on? You're yep. like, I can't. Yeah. I tune everything I, out. I put if them I have on to write even, something. Yeah. When I'm not like, even when I they're not on, I just put them on to signal to people like, don't bug me. I do that too. I love having like a noise canceling on. Sometimes when there's no, there's nothing in the headphones. I just helps me tune out the world so my head can focus. And everyone else around will come by and be like, Oh, she's working gonna, hard. And if they're, they're going to gently tap you only in an emergency. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You could put some stickers on your headphones. Say, <laughs> Don't bug do me. Do not disturb. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a do not disturb sign on its own. Like, that is what the headphones represent to me. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. Do you ever report on any TV or what do you sort of, what's your lane? Um. So, for BlogTO, we focus predominantly on Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, things that are relevant to millennial and Gen Z audiences in Toronto. So I do get to report on television sometimes. Um, say when Justin Trudeau was on The Simpsons and a local Toronto <laughs> reporter um, was The Voice. And, and um, I mean, gosh, I write like... Also, uh, internet culture. You, If there's internet oh, things, yeah. that's kind of like you that's my, do that. Yeah. Internet culture, Drake. My beat is more like, yeah, I think like internet weirdness. I love like animal stuff. Just anything weird and stupid. Like, <laughs> that, like make people laugh. I like funny. So like we have a story yeah. that's doing yeah. right, right really well right now that I wrote yesterday about these four people that walked into an Ikea and stole $600 worth of stuff. But like they didn't steal it. They went through the self-checkout and rang in one item that was worth a dollar and 76 cents. And and then just walked out with six hundred, and like the mugshot that the police put out was just like it's just these four like bumbling kind of like idiot looking people, and uh, well, sorry to them, but um, yeah, you know, so the police are looking for them because it's like you know it's a crime. You can't just like take a whole bunch of rugs and only pay a dollar for them, and that's doing really well for some reason. Like anything that's kind of quirky or weird, or that people think is funny, I like. But I do write a lot of hard news as well. Um, you know. I wrote a lot about the pandemic uh, when that was <laughs> popping. When that was popping, yeah, uh, peak, but, peak yeah. panini. My favorite, like I, I can never think of specific stories because I write so many. Like sometimes I write. I usually write about three or four now a day. That's There's crazy. A time when I was three or four up to seven. a day. A day. Yeah. So it goes by fast, and, and like you can't really remember at the end of the day. Like I can't even tell you what I wrote about today. Um, oh my god. <laughs> and and then will you? Um, you will think, you know, like you are the person who thinks I'm going to write about this. I'm going to write about this. Or is it something? I guess there's nobody who 
tells you to write about anything. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not assigned anything, but I do like, you know, we get a lot of great tips from the audience members and be like, yeah. oh, you know, in my condo building, like this plunger, this is a couple of years ago, the <laughs> shared plunger in City Place, there was um they reinstalled all the toilets in these in this condo building in City Place to low flow toilets and they were not working. And so there was one very specific plunger you had to use. And it was an industrial plunger. Nobody could buy them. So they all had to go down to the front concierge and, and every time and ask for the plunger, this communal plunger. Oh. And so that was something like I got an email from one of the residents, like with the attached email from the condo board being like, here's the plunger. Like she sent me pictures and everything. That story did really well because like, ew. So sometimes yeah, you get ew. really good like reader tips like that. Other times I mean, I'm constantly just cruising for news. Cruising for news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the ones and twos. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just constantly looking for stuff. So, yeah, the one I wrote about this morning was based on a York Regional Police press release also about kids shooting each other with Orbeez, with pellet guns. Like, oh, like, those little… The little… Yeah. yeah. So now people… Kids are like… For a TikTok challenge, it's called the Orbeez Challenge. They're putting them inside pellet guns and shooting each oh, other. Oh, is that why? Because there's been a bunch of kids that have pellet guns yeah. at school. Is that why? I'm not sure if that's Maybe. why. I think— I hope not. They are linking—like, police did link it to that. Um, I don't know if for sure you can say it's a causation or correlation, but there have been—in the last week, there have been at least five youths arrest or charges announced for five youths related to pellet guns. And then there was, you know, that school— sh- all yeah. the school right. yeah. situation last week and, and police actually had to take out um, a 27-year-old man because he was walking around with a pellet gun. They didn't know it was a pellet gun until afterwards, yeah. but he was near schools. That were yeah, they, look, they look like real guns. They really yeah. do. These guns. airsoft guns. South Park has a good episode about that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, the so airsoft guns, you wouldn't know it's not a real no, gun. No, I would I would not know. I have no clue. No. They look exactly like like the real <laughs> guns. And, and I was doing some research today and even just looking like for pictures of airsoft guns and seeing these stores that people buy them from. Like they look like real gun stores. Like you can walk in and they're just like rifles on the wall. Like they're pellet yeah. guns, but they look like Oh, yeah, because at a paintball store, yeah. you can buy airsoft guns. Exactly. It's and, like what uh, those look like. It looks like all restricted guns. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no but, eight-year-old should be walking around with a rifle. No. It's weird. No. No. But, I mean, that's America. It's the yeah. right. Well, it's, it's Canada, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is Canada. You're right. I yes. mean, so I do write about those kind of issues uh, sometimes and, and some more serious things. But I, I really like to write about, like, weird, like, Another one I always tell people, like, example, like, I write about raccoon antics a lot. <laughs> um, there was a time, like, I mean, last year, maybe, I think it was last year, where someone caught on video a squirrel brandishing a knife in their backyard. <laughs> it was awesome. So it was, like, knife-wielding squirrel caught on camera in Toronto backyard. And that, that did really well. I think that went viral internationally. It just, the picture was so funny. So apparently the woman and her husband had been out, like, at their bonfire, and they had a knife out there cutting up some stuff. And it was this bright, like, a bright blue knife yeah like from a store or whatever and the squirrels squirrels like shiny things they like to chew on things so he liked to chew on the handle and she looked out in the squirrel there's video of it online is taking this knife and he's just like chewing on it and he's like literally turning around <laughs> his hands he's like and looking through her window it was the funniest thing ever like that to me is like internet gold so so walk me through your publishing process you will create the story in your cms which is what CMS? Uh, it's a proprietary CMS. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and so. then you will hit publish? Uh, no, no, like, no, no. Walk, no. walk me um, through that. So very rarely will I publish my own stuff. It still right. goes through so, copy editing. So. Okay, so you'll submit it basically. Yes. Um, a cop- yeah, I submit it. Um, a copy editor will look it over or one of my peers for typos, which like sometimes I have long nails on. Like mm. when, I get my, when I get my acrylics done, like 
I'm like very adamant that people need to check for yeah. typos because like the nails are wild. And so um, right now my typos are- <laughs> They write are, their own stories sometimes. Oh my sometimes. God. Right now they're okay. But there are times where I'm like, I'm looking back at my stuff and I'm like, what? man, I need to take these nails off. Yeah, I've been like, there. I've been there. Like, you hit other keys yeah. and then you're like, yeah. Because I remember like a little while ago, I had long nails and I was like, fuck, I keep, we're, we're doing a Google meet and Nelson can see I'm driving like a drunk person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Like, Sometimes oh. Casey between her mouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Casey uses a mouse like, like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm aggressive. And, and then she's typing. Sometimes I turn around and go, Casey, like, so just, just, you know, take it easy. But you don't know the pain of the nails. Like, okay, looking at this water bottle, natural spring water. With nails, it would, like, sometimes become, like, natural spray from, like, you know what I mean? It's just extra letters. I guess all the letters in there. It's just so many extra ones. Yeah. So, yeah. I would, um, I always pitch stories, too. So, like, just to get feedback from my team, I don't need approval to write stories. Um, so sometimes I'll just, like, write them if, if like, nobody's around to be like, cool. But I always like ask my team, I'm like, what do you guys think of this? And they're like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, cool. And then I do it. And then I'm like, who can copy edit this? And then they publish it. And and that's that's essentially the process. But but it wasn't always like that. Like when I was like uh, earlier in my career, it was like I would be assigned stories or I would have to pitch stories, get them approved by an editor and then submit them. And then when you say something went viral, how are you tracking that on your end? Um... Well, we uh, are very into analytics. Um, so, you know, Google Analytics, we use something called Chartbeat as well to track real-time traffic. When I say something goes viral, that that's abnormally, like, millions of clicks as opposed to hundreds of thousands. Um, and and that's, like, I, without getting into any granular yeah. data that could be, you know, get me in trouble for talking about, like, yeah. it, like exorbitant. And, and, and not just necessarily on our site, but when other news outlets start picking it up internationally. So when something goes, like when I think something truly goes viral, it's like, oh, wow, this hit, you know, Mashable, BuzzFeed. And yep. then it's like, wow, it hit the Daily Mail. It hit like the Times of India. Okay, like like everyone is talking about this. I think like a good example of that was like, like in real life viral was when Rob Ford, oh, mayor well, yeah. of Toronto, went crack smoking <laughs> I thing. remember that one. Yeah, Who like, can forget? He, were, he was on the front page of newspapers in Germany. And I remember like six months after that, I was traveling around at, in Europe and people were like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, um, Canada. I said, Windsor. I'm like, like I was living in Windsor. No, was I? No, I was living in Toronto. But I was in Canada. And even without saying Toronto, they're like, oh, Rob Ford, Rob Ford. <laughs> Rob Ford. Like people in China knew who Rob Ford was. So like, it's, you know... It can be measured a lot of different ways, but the way I measure it is just like, this blew the frick up. If you can talk to somebody in China who recognizes this thing and knows what that is, then that's viral. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big locally time. Locally viral. Like, there are some things that blow up in the city or blow up Canada-wide. I wouldn't necessarily see they're viral so much as, like, popular. Trending. Yeah. Trending, yes. Trending. Trending. Yeah. So right now, is the newsroom monitoring this election? today of course so yes they're down there they're watching yeah and, uh, do you have do you have stories prepared based on outcomes already ready yes. to go yep <laughs> yeah, yeah i think everyone does so, yeah yeah um it's 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 just good practice to kind of pre-prepare um stories that you can kind of go right away plug in the information so it's the same as like you know a lot of big sports games you know yeah. The, yeah the maple leafs the other week um 
I don't really follow like hockey. I don't like yay it. Yay sports. You know, yay sports. But like one of my writers <laughs> does and, and he like, you know, prepared a document that like if the Leafs win this thing, it'll be the first time they've won a playoff round since like a million years ago or something. Yeah. yeah. And so we had like two versions of that story ready to go or um, yeah, a, a lot of things like that when there's something that could go one way or the other, different votes that mm. are coming from city council. Like I had one a couple weeks ago when they voted against allowing drinking in public parks. I had, you know, this, I had a story and yeah. I just put- Rude. I, yeah, if you, yeah ever, you can get like a $500 fine. No, I know. That was one thing when we were in Paris. Um, I, I started to realize, oh, I can actually drink out and about here. Yeah. And like, then I realized you could just Europe. buy a little bottle and drink it mm-hmm. and not have to buy drinks at every every restaurant. Yeah. Which is nice. But it, I can see how actually buying drinks and, and wandering around with them would hurt the restaurants. But yeah. this wasn't um, even like— Because I wasn't buying anything at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> this, what they were proposing in Toronto was just public parks and beaches. So you wouldn't be able to walk down the sidewalk, but you'd be able to legally drink at Bellwoods, which everyone Which everyone does. does. Yeah. If you go to Bellwoods on a nice day, like, everyone is sitting— And it's pretty, like, They're calm and civilized. Oh, yeah. like, everyone enforce it. I love drinking in the park. Yeah. Who doesn't? Don't arrest me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, but, like, I think— It's kombucha. It's just kombucha. <laughs> kombucha kind of smells like beer. Yeah. So, but they don't enforce it so much. But it's just the fact that like they couldn't even budge to be like we're gonna allow drinking in parks, like so many other major cities and countries in the world. And so for that story, it's I had a pre-written. Weed. Yeah, yeah. It's weed, but I had a story for that written where it had XX and TK, wherever something was like City of Toronto unanimously voted or. Or the city of Toronto voted against or forced you leave out certain words. Right. Yeah. And you put XX or TK. And so if you ever see, like, you'll see newspapers, especially online, you'll see, like, things published sometimes. So it'll be like, someone wins vote by XX, like, right. And right. Like, oh, they didn't update the yeah. copy there. <laughs> no. yeah, and there's a lot of, um, I don't know if you are familiar with this little fun <laughs> news industry tidbit, but yeah, there's obits, obituaries prepared for everyone. Every oh. famous person you could think of yeah. has yeah. an obituary in the back end. Um, and it's like, these are like wire service obituaries too. So it's yeah. not like every news outlet has to write them themselves. They yeah. from like Reuters or CP. Yeah, I'm sure they got Because the your obit is written while ready, you're yeah. alive, right? Queen has been written since I since forever. I started. Like, yeah. Since she was born. Yeah. That's <laughs> when it started. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I'm not joking. Because they have to, they have to have it in case like anything yeah, yeah. ever happened. Wanna go? And then they I just, wonder what mine will say. <laughs> Here lies Casey. No, that's a gravestone. Not a gravestone. <laughs> Casey Stewart. <laughs> Why well, do I want to say like Patrick Stewart? No, <laughs> it's okay. We don't need to get it. That I'm not going to need it for a while. You won't need it for a very long. Yeah, the blogger who was the original heart shaved into the head. <laughs> yeah. Inspiration for Canadian rapper Drake. Twenty twenty one hairdo. I'm going to die now. No. You're going to be around forever. Yeah, at least not until after the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So when funny. When is the wedding again? September. September. Yeah. No, Casey is going to outlive us all. Yeah. I hope <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, man. So funny. Any yeah. travel this summer? Um, I'm going to, yeah, a couple of things. I am going to my, visit my parents in Chatham, Ontario. Woo! You were just in Nashville, though. I was in Nashville. Yeah, that was great. And I'm going to Malibu, California in oh. August for a wedding. Oh, um, that's I, fun. Yeah, I might be going to Anaheim, <laughs> California <laughs> also. When I said, it's where Disneyland California, is. we went. Yeah, we, we went. We actually went to yes. Disney together. Um, on a press trip. On a press trip. And Sean came and our friend Sarah, and they were trying to encourage 
adults without kids to go to Disneyland and there's bars there. Oh yeah. You can drink. And we did. And we met Donald <laughs> Duck and it was fun. I bet you had a fun time. We had a hoot. Uh, yeah. We had a great time. And it was cool. Like it was uh, sponsored the trip by Disney and the Orange County Board of Tourism. So yeah. they took us like shopping and like all this. Yeah, it was really, it was really, really nice. Fun. We <laughs> rented a convertible so we could like cruise around top down and it was fun. Yeah. Down yeah. yeah, and Sarah and I went to Venice Beach, I think, and then Casey and Sean rolled up with the convertible and got us, and it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really like LA. Uh, Anaheim's like Anaheim, like not it's, as exciting, you know, but you but, know. But I'm like whatever. I'm. It's still California, it's man. Still California, and like I like Disneyland. So Rock and I will maybe go. He has to go for a conference, and sometimes I'm like I'm just gonna work from hotel and hey, yeah. take along with you, and. uh Perfect. Yeah, have a weekend at Disneyland. Because, like, it is really, actually really fun. It's super fun. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to see you and hang out and laugh together. Thanks for tuning in to this episode with Lauren. You can follow her on Twitter at Lauren Online. And you can follow blogto.com in our new mobile browser, Hover. You can check out more episodes of Cast of Creators on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform, or castofcreators.com.